podcast, Tony Sincana, and of course it's Memorial Day, and of course we have a lot of big ball games, a lot of happening in the world, and of course probably some cookouts and festivities. And we want to make sure that we uh, honor all the people that have given everything they could for this country, and all the families associated with people uh, that lost their lives fighting for our freedom on Memorial Day. We want to thank them all, so we can do crazy podcast at 7.30 in the morning on Memorial Day and get people prepared for daily fantasy baseball. I don't think they can do that in Slovakia. So I want to thank everybody who uh, appreciated that effort, and we're all ready to roll today. And of course, if you go to dailyroto.com, you can get information on just about anything. This is the most amazing site in the world. I'm sitting here, and I'm viewing dailyroto.com, right? And I'm looking at this. Of course, we've got Mark Tedros from ProDraftLeague.com. If you haven't checked out this podcast or gone to DailyRoto.com, maybe you've been in a closet, maybe you've been in a coma, uh, you can go over there and get your $5 free from ProDraftLeague.com. Five bucks. You don't even have to deposit, match anything. Just try it out, and you can go ahead and grab that over there. Then we've got Pat Mayo talking daily fantasy baseball strategy, Bataverse pitcher stats. And then Mike Leone has an article to, to let you know how to use the Vegas lines and paying for starting pitching wins in daily fantasy sports. And, of course, yesterday was um, a big day in daily fantasy sports, right? It was the inaugural day of DraftKings NASCAR racing. I want to get your feedback in the forums at DailyRoto.com. Did you play? Did you win? Did you enjoy it? I want to know your overall experience in NASCAR and how it was, and what you did, and what you got excited about, or if you hated it and you won't play again. I want to know over at DailyRoto.com, hit the forms and let me know what you thought about the big day in NASCAR and how you went about it. Because you know what, for Tony Sincata, it wasn't great. I played one tournament, 19-team league, single entry, and I came in 16th. I saw my guy Jimmy Johnson have trouble making a turn. He couldn't make a turn. That's right, couldn't make a turn. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's over. But then I get confused in the scoring and how it works out. And I broke fantasy baseball. Uh, fantasy sports 101 is playing in a league that not knowing the rules. <laughs> but it was fun. I didn't lose. And I'm going to play again. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't actually watch as much of the race, so it was a lot of fun there. And we want to get you ready for a big day in baseball today. Of course, 10 day games. 10 day games today. And the first day game is the Kansas City Royals at the New York Yankees. Jeremy Guthrie, Nathan Eovaldi. Eight and a half total, 120. Day game at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees are 14th in Major League Baseball, weighted on base average. They strike out 20% of the time. Lefties have hit 394 weighted base average versus Guthrie. So Brian McCann, Stephen Drew, Didi DeGorius, Chase Headley, they're all in play today. Mark Teixeira, Brett Gardner, Garrett Jones, if they ever dust the cobwebs off him. And, of course, if you need a cheap option, a cheap flyer, it's Slade Heathcote. Tony Sincata here, and, of course, you can hear this podcast on the Fantasy Sports Network. 24 hours a day, seven days a week of coverage over there. The only television network dedicated to fantasy sports. That's right. You can also get it at fantasysportsnetwork.com. Get on your Roku player. Just go out and get it. Philadelphia Phillies at the New York Mets, 7.5 total. Bartolo Colon, a 165 favorite here. 
Now, lefties have a 5.11 slugging percentage and a 3.94 weighted on base average for Severino Gonzalez. That's right, Severino Gonzalez severed is in the first name. That should have been the key. Lucas Duda, Danny Murphy, Daryl Cecilini, and Curtis Granison all will be big players for the people that are going out there and trying to get it done today on Memorial Day. You guys will be doing cookouts. I'll be doing my kids' homework. That's right. Big project. We started yesterday. Oh, my God. I don't remember. Did your kids, when you were a kid, did your parents do your project with you? Like my parents, they bought me a book. They bought me a notebook. They bought me a little two pencil. And, dude, you're on your own. Why am I doing projects on Memorial Day? I have no idea. Eddie Butler, Jason Marquis going at each other. Eight and a half total. Colorado Rockies and the Cincinnati Reds. This is a game where, you know, this is the part that's hard to quantify when you try to put together all your information and try to look at all the information, the left-right-hand splits, the ballpark factors that you don't know. Colorado Rockies have sat four days in rain delays in Colorado. Then they play a game that ends last night and a doubleheader on Saturday, and then they travel to Cincinnati and they play a day game at one ten this afternoon. How does that affect the team? I don't know. Like, there's no way to go and look at a situation like that because it's just not something that happens routinely enough. That even if we were able to track that data, how would we go about? saying it's a large or small sample size. Uh, so this is a crazy situation because this is a game offensively that should be an explosion. Um, you look at it, Vegas has an 8.5 total. Marquis, a 138 favorite. Righty bats have hit seven home runs this season off Marquis. Tulinar and I know a strong plays. Uh, that translates into a 477 weighted on base average versus Jason Marquis for right-handed bats. And then there's only two stats that I need to give you on Eddie Butler. Two. Butler has an anemic K rate of 5.35, and he walks 6.08. If you walk more than you strike out, that's a recipe for disaster. Then you're going to try to do that in the Great American Small Park? Are you kidding me? Do you know how this should end for Eddie Butler? Like, if I have my Joey Votto and I have my Jay Bruce, and even depending on what Hamilton hits in that lineup... You might be able to, if he hits leadoff, I would want him there. But if Brandon Phillips is there, he becomes an attractive player for me because you're going to have some stolen base opportunities. So I'm going to look at that, and this is a game that you definitely have to pay attention to. But the the thing that's hiding underneath the factors is what happens with this Colorado team. Been at the ballpark a long time over the last four games, and we'll see how that one plays out. Then we have a battle of lefties. We have Dallas Keuchel and, of course, Yan Chen going at it. The Houston Astros, of course, lit up Anibal Sanchez yesterday. But the Astros are 26th in Major League Baseball with a 224 batting average versus left-handed pitching. Not the greatest uh, team against lefties. And if you look at the Baltimore Orioles and what they've done against left-handed pitching, uh, this is another team that's 12th in Major League Baseball, hitting 262. Now, Keuchel's a guy that keeps the ball on the ground and not a guy from a, a fantasy standpoint uh, that gets you big double-digit strikeout numbers. So we usually don't get that excited. But he's just put consistent effort after consistent effort together, and he becomes a guy that's playable against this Baltimore team that does have some strikeout tendencies. So I'm not saying that Keuchel's one of the guys that I'm going to roster today, 
But I do think on the various sites, depending on price, he comes into play. You always get a consistent effort from Keuchel. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles do have some strikeout totals against left-handed pitching, but they are 12th in Major League Baseball in average versus lefties. So this one's going to be a tough call for people. And Dallas Keuchel, not usually a daily fantasy darling, but a guy that has a consistent effort and goes out there and gets it done. Wyan Chen, the Astros, feast and famine in this one. We'll see how that one plays out uh, for the people out there. What they're going to do, is it Keuchel? It's certainly not Wyan Chen, right? We're definitely not going that route. We are definitely not going that route. It's, it's funny, though, when you look at the Orioles, only 17% strikeouts versus the left-handed bats. So they do strike out, but lefties, they are far better uh, than they are against righties from a strikeout percentage. So you got to look at it that way and, and go from it uh, there and how they go and grab it. As uh, It's Tony Cicada. It's a Daily Roto podcast, and we're knocking it out of the park today, and we're getting you ready for a day of action in Major League Baseball. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back. We'll move on to the next game. That's right. You've heard the Houston Astros, Baltimore Orioles. We have the San Francisco Giants and Milwaukee Brewers next. Is Tim Lincecum for real? Are the Brewers the team that he will dominate? He will escalate. He will penetrate. Those are all words that rhyme. None of them go hand in hand. Stay tuned for more Daily Roto. We're back. We're better than ever. We're talking daily fantasy baseball on Memorial Day. What could be better than this? And you have the San Francisco Giants, Tim Lincecum and Kyle Loesch going at 8-120 in this one. This is the one where you see these uh, San Francisco Giants have a huge shift in ballpark factors. goes to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, the number two ballpark for home runs right now in Major League Baseball. That being said, yesterday they didn't show up. The bats didn't show up here. Uh, I'm not going to go overboard, even though Kyle Lowe has just been struggling. Tim Lincecum, outside of San Francisco, is a guy that could be touched up. But eight total here. This is probably a game that I'm staying away from in most instances. Joe Kelly, Ricky Nolasco going at it. We have an 8.5 total. We have a 120 favorite in Joe Kelly in Minnesota. And Nolasco, you look at it, Hanley Ramirez had no RBIs in the month of May. So we'll see with him out of lineup what goes on there. Mike Napoli, uh, got it, uh, has put it together. And David Ortiz is going to be one of the strongest plays in the industry today. But not a great hit as ballpark. But they have been home runs. Minnesota actually one of the top five parks for home runs thus far in the Major League Baseball season, which is surprising. Today we have the return of Tana Roark as he'll go against water. I do not have a total here because we wind conditions have not been defined for Chicago. I'll tell you right now, Wada with the 11 strikeouts in his last game, and he went four and two-thirds innings. Joe Madden 
pulled him out, I believe, after 68 pitches. Here's the problem. He hasn't pitched more than 88 pitches uh, at the minor league level before coming back. So I think Watt is on a short lease and could affect you in a win. And the 11 strikeouts uh, were not something that you're going to ever see from Water again. Here's what I look at it. I think it's a huge gamble to pitch Water today, but he's attractive at his price in two-pitcher sites. So that's going to be a tough call for you. Now, Roark is a guy that's had some success uh, last year in a rotation for the Nationals. He used all over the place this year, not the same success there. Against the Cubs could be a factor if that wind's blowing in for some strikeout totals there. Chicago, one of the top two strikeout teams in Major League Baseball. Detroit Tigers, Oakland Athletics, Shane Green, Jesse Hahn going at it. Not going to be a lot of bats missed in this one. So only a 7.5 total in this game as this game's played in the friendly pitching confines of Oakland. Uh, but I like the big bats from Detroit, to tell you the truth. Miguel Cabrera is a guy uh, that you can go. J.D. Martinez. And I would also look at... Uh, the leadoff hitter in this one, Anthony Ghost, from the Oakland side of things, absolutely the left. The Josh Reddick comes into play today in the left-handed bats in Oakland. This game is surprising, seven and a half total for me. I'm telling you the truth. I was really surprised. One of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning is I look at the lines, and there's always one or two that stick out and say, huh. I wonder why this is low. I was also surprised why uh, Colorado and Cincinnati had an 8.5 and, and not at least a 9 total in that one. And I wonder if Las Vegas taken into account what I had talked about with the Colorado traveling situation and what was going on there. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Texas Rangers, Phil Klein, Sean Markham going at it. Uh, Klein's interesting because... He has some strikeout ability. was used mostly as a reliever, though, in the minor league level. Markham is a guy that I think the Rangers, whose bats have been great this season. We had a return of Josh Hamilton today. Now, it's a great story, and I haven't actually checked his price on the sites. But if he's a minimum salary guy, I probably don't go with him at a Cleveland ballpark, but I think people will if they notice he's back and ready to go there. Uh, but this is a game where you can look at Prince Fielder, who is absolutely lit up. I mean, he was hitting great all season long, but the power has come back. Since Su Chu is going to be a guy there. Leonis Martin's a guy that struggled in dealing with the wrist injury. He looks like he's put that past him. Uh, be another opportunity there. And, of course, if you play on sites that favor those stolen bases, Delano Shields is also into the picture there. Uh, Markham is a guy I think you'll see stacks against today in Daily Fantasy Baseball. Chase Anderson and Carlos Martinez, quietly a great pitching matchup today. Chase Anderson has just been absolutely amazing, and he gets out of the ballpark in Arizona. Now, the one thing that's a negative, uh, and I say a negative and one thing, it's a big thing. Uh, Chase Anderson not listen a lot of bats, so even though he's been successful, he doesn't have big strikeout totals, seven and a half total there. Carlos Martinez gets those Arizona backs out of the Chase Field uh, compound, and you can take advantage of it. Carlos Martinez has been up and down for fantasy owners this year. I think that's a guy that will be a strong play in today's games. Miami Marlins, Pittsburgh Pirates, 7.5 total here. Uh, David Phelps, Charlie Morton, 135. It's interesting with David Phelps. This guy I picked up in my yearly league, uh, Sirius XM Host League. I uh, picked him up this week for the two starts playing in Pittsburgh. But that being said, 
he's a play today, but not an outstanding play, not in a one-pitcher site environment, depending on price in the second pitcher in a good ballpark like Pittsburgh. But the bats have been turning around. I think this Pittsburgh team is one of the deepest teams in Major League Baseball. I think you have to be a little bit concerned about going too crazy here and rostering a guy alike. David Phelps. But Charlie Morton returns today against the Marlins offense struggling. Remember, the pitcher coming back, the one thing I worry about is pitch counts. And I won't roster Charlie Morton today, but against the Marlins in Pittsburgh, I could see why people would uh, use him. It's not a guy that I'm going to jump on and I'm going to take part in. So this is Tony Scott of the Daily Roto Podcast. And, you know, it's interesting when you have these types of holidays. Now, I've got a bunch of kids, and we've got some homework, and a lot of final weeks of school is coming up. Tomorrow's a big swim meet, so not really a big cookout day today. But a lot of guys having cookouts, and it's interesting. I'm a macaroni salad guy. I like my macaroni salad. I prefer it over potato salad. When I was a kid, I was a potato salad guy. But as you get older and your taste buds evolve, I learned that macaroni is so scrumptious. If you live in the Florida area, the Publix macaroni salad's outstanding, and I like it that way. Do you make your own stuff, or do you if you show up at a cookout, right? What is more important, that you bring something or that you make something? Like, do you have to go out of your way to show people, hey, I slaved all day. I made this great macaroni salad. Or do you have to say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to stop at Walmart on the way, pick it up there. Because all those people were forced to work on a day, so I'm going to go visit them, make sure they have a smile on their face, make sure they're working themselves to death on a holiday. And I'm going to pick up my macaroni salad at Walmart. And do people look at you and frown on you when you leave the cookout and say, dude, guy couldn't even make salad. He stopped at Walmart. Who's going to eat this crap? How does that work? The only thing that that works for me is that I love the people that go to a party and they bring, like, a case of beer. It's a crappy case of beer, so like natural light, and people drink like six of them because they didn't know any better, or their parents had poor upbringing. They drink their natural light, and they take the 18 beers left over home. Now, in my case, they're doing a favor because nobody's going to drink the natural light, but don't be the dude leaving the cookout and bringing your 18 beers home. Once you've committed to bringing them to the party... You don't own those no more. You need to leave them there. You absolutely need to leave them there. Don't be the guy trying to take the stuff home. And even if the host offers you, they're not really offering you. They're just trying to out-polite you. So you decline it, and you let them keep them there. If they really are, like, pushing it and pushing it like they'll never drink it because it's embarrassing to have in the refrigerator, then you could consider it. But first response is decline taking home your extra 18 natural lights. This is the Daily Roto Podcast. We're giving you grilling etiquette. We're giving you baseball tips. We're preparing you for life. This is a one-shop stop for everything in the world of life. We've got daily fantasy information. We've got Mike Leone and Drew Dinkmeyer. We've got Adam Hummel. We've got college football DFS SEC spring report from Real Chris K. Oh, yeah. We've got it all covered, and you've got to love it. You've got to love it. I love it. We even have Chris Pacheco, the numbers guy, who knows everything about everything. He's not going to be the guy. No, no, no. 
He won't be the guy taking alcohol home from a cookout. Take a quick break, and we'll be back with DailyRoto.com. Daily Roto Podcast, and uh, I'm reflecting on my NASCAR team yesterday. It was a big day in the world of daily fantasy sports as uh, NASCAR took center stage as the first time a DraftKings runs a NASCAR race. And I'm looking at this Jimmy Johnson. I get minus 16 points for Jimmy Johnson. What the hell happened there? Minus 16. Are you kidding me? Paul Menard was a guy that did well for me. A 44, he was owned by 31% of the people in this tournament. Matt Kenseth had 52 points for me. He was owned by 26. Casey Mears, 35 points. Austin Dillon, of course, if you listen to the Roto Expert Show from 6 to 9 a.m. with Scotty Engel, Adam Ronis. Austin Dillon, a regular contributor over there. Uh, and then Jimmy Johnson, owned by 36.84%. And he absolutely gets nailed. Man, what the hell are you doing there? you got to want it, Jimmy Johnson. Do race car drivers want it? Do you ever wonder, like, do they go out there, like football players get psyched, do they bang their helmet against the car and go, yeah, we're going to get them. We're going to get our 600 miles in. Yeah. I don't know if it happens. He does a little backflips, though, Kyle Edwards, who is the winner. And we got the uh, Chicago White Sox, Toronto Blue Jays, Hector Noisy, Drew Hodgson going at it. A nine total in this one. This is going to be interesting. Hutchinson, a 150 total. you got two guys, fly ball pitchers in this game. Uh, nine total here. The big bats will come out to play. We talked about stacks earlier in the day. This is a game that people are going to stack. But you wonder if the Toronto Blue Jays have enough bats. Uh, we look at it, and Jose Reyes could be back today at the top of the lineup. He'd be a guy that would be interested in playing. Uh, we're looking at Jose Batista having some playing through some injuries here, so hopefully he'll be in the lineup today. Because if I go Donaldson, I go Batista and Carcion against Hector Noisy, I'm in love. I am absolutely in love. And then taking things from the other side, it's interesting. Jose Abreu is a guy that uh, not hitting for power thus far in the season, and we saw a second half collapse for power. Now, he hit 350 in both times at the second half of the season with no power. He had 350 so far this part of the season. Uh, he's a guy, if the price has dropped on the site that you play at, that I'd be interested in playing a little bit at first base today. Uh, but you're going to have to give up the likes of Encarcion there. And so you got to look at that. And it all depends on price on how far I'm willing to go uh, with a guy like Hutchinson and Nuisi in that game today. Definitely attractive there at 7 o'clock tonight. 
Then you have Seattle and Tampa going at it. It's the first place raise. Like, that's the one thing when you play daily fantasy you lose sight of is the divisions, who's in the lead, because you're just into the numbers, you're into the matchups, and you lose your mind. And this is one of the things. I'm watching a game yesterday, and I realized the Rays are at first place. This has to be one of the worst first-place teams I've ever seen in my life. Um, the Rays have always done a great job of getting it done with whoever they have available. But this team is terrible, and they've had injuries to some of their best pitchers, and they're in first place. You've got to give it up to that Rays organization, which, of course, they lost Friedman this year. They lost Joe Madden, and yet they keep getting it done in Tampa. So congratulations uh, to them. That being said, in today's matchup, we have a seven total. Uh, Jake Odorizzi is a guy that you're going to like in this one. Evan Longoria is always a guy a possibility to play. Uh, doesn't have a great park environment in this one in Tampa, but hits lefties well. Brett Anderson and Williams Perez go at it today. A seven and a half total. Brett Anderson is a 195 favorite. That's right, 195 favorite against Williams Perez. So this is a game where you look at it and you say, hmm, I need my four points. I need my win. I got the Los Angeles Dodgers, one of the top payrolls in Major League Baseball. I guess the Atlanta Braves, a team trying to rebuild for a new stadium in two years from now. Uh, a team that's actually, uh, to me, has overachieved. But you look at it offensively. You say, hey, Freddie Freeman can get it done. Freddie Freeman's got a good matchup. But, oh, yeah, lefty on lefty today, huh? So we neutralize him. Uh, we, we go over and we neutralize the catching position. Brent Anderson isn't anything to write home about. But if you want to chase down the four points, this can give you the best opportunity today. Now, Williams Perez is a guy at the AAA level, had 27 innings. He allowed seven strikeouts per nine, three walks. Uh, you go up to AA level, 6.36 and 2.64. So he had a great game his first time out from a strikeout level. But that's not going to translate. This is a big game for the Dodgers. The total's low. But Anderson comes into play as a strong favorite in this one, and that will absolutely get it done for you. And then you got the San Diego Padres, Los Angeles Angels, Tyson Ross, Jared Weaver. I've been picking on Weaver a little the last couple of days, and it hasn't worked out his last couple of starts. Uh, Ross against the Angels is a good play, strong play, consistent play. Uh, but if I'm going to look at the pitching today, and where I'm going to go, and if I want to select my number one pitcher, the pitcher that I absolutely think gets it done, and it's not a day with great pitching by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, there is absolutely no studs, which we've seen the last couple of days. I think Brett Anderson brings me the safest play, and that I go ahead and I, I, I chime him in there. Uh, Tyson Ross is actually an underdog, a 138 underdog in that one. Uh, Carlos Martinez is a guy that's very volatile, but I put him as my number uh, two guy there, and Jake Odorizzi would round up my top three. So those are my top three pitchers today. I wish you continued success. I wish you safety uh, on this uh, very emotional holiday, and we want to thank all the people out there that have given their lives so we can go and enjoy each other and enjoy a podcast on Memorial Day. It's Tony Scott at DailyRoto.com. We're out of here. <laughs>